Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. God bless everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. It's a big day for me and Kristen, by the way, because we did what today? We got our marriage license, guys. That's right. That's right. We're getting married in three weeks. And so we got our license today, so it feels like really official. So we're not quite married yet, but we're basically almost, almost there. We're getting very excited about that. Hey, guys, so I want to talk to you today actually about the Lord's Prayer. And I might do a whole series on this. I'm not sure, but I want to just go through with you very quickly because there's something I want to highlight. And we we all know the Lord's Prayer, right? It's it, it, Actually, the background of it is is uh, Jesus was asked how to pray. And he says, when you pray, pray like this. He said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Now, some people have taken that too literally, and they just repeat that over and over again. And, you know, you have to have meaning behind it. It's not, God isn't, it's not like a code that God just said, say these words. I mean, he's asking you to pray for the substance of it. And one of the things I want to talk to you today about within the Lord's Prayer is the idea of give us this day our daily bread. Because I think too often we think of that as being something physical. Give us, you know, our food or in the Western world, you know, our money. And there's certainly that, and I'll, I'll talk about that briefly. But I think it means a lot more. Uh, the Bible says man does not live on bread alone, right? And I think so when, when we say, give us this day our daily bread, we're also talking about all the spiritual provision we're going to need, all the, all the things that keep us in the spirit, in our grace. You know, yeah, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, the gentleness, the self-control. We need God to provide that for us even more than we perhaps even need money. The other day, uh, I was talking to Kristen and I was FaceTiming with her. And uh, actually, my mother was with us and I was FaceTiming with it was me and my mom in my office. And Kristen was uh, at, at our house doing some painting. And as I'm talking to Kristen on the phone in the background, which she could not see, somebody came into my office and started interrupting me. And she's in, the person who was interrupting me didn't really mean to do it. Um, she's a nice person. She, I guess she couldn't figure out what we were doing. But the bottom line is it was it was interrupting. And she kept kind of bothering me and saying, we have to do this. We have to do this. We have to do this. I'm trying to say, stop. I'm on the phone. Stop. 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 And I very kind of abruptly said, Kristen, I got to go and hung up. Well, Kristen and I have a rule that we always say I love you at the end of phone conversations or any conversation, really. And so she texted me and she said, you know, you forgot to say this. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, and this is a mistake a lot of guys make. When you're in that situation, okay, you can start to think to yourself, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I'm in the middle of something here. Someone's bothering me and you have to be this demanding. You're going to whine about that. And I called Kristen up and she's like, you have to understand, um, I need, I need to know this. I need to know that you're, you're, you know, that you're always the same person, that you always love me and all this. And again, I could be like, what the heck? 
what the heck? I show her all the time how well I love her. I, you know, I give her everything. Guys are really into, you know, we give you everything, right? Because we think that's what they really want is, is the, the physical things, the substance, you know, the, the money and the jewelry and stuff like that. You can, the temptation to get defensive is there. Ah, but thank God, thank God, God gave me his daily provision of wisdom and understanding and, and patience. Not that I had to be patient with her, but patience in terms of stopping myself from reacting and instead listening. And when I did that, I had a whole different perspective. And I'm telling you this was supernatural because I could, I could almost feel the, the spirit of God just rising up against this spiritual attack where, where, where the enemy wanted me to come out of my joy three weeks before my wedding and start to, you know, wonder what the heck is going on. And instead of me saying, oh my goodness, what am I marrying? What a demanding person I have. No, no, no. Instead, my mentality was, what a great woman I have that she has the courage three and a half weeks before we get married to have really a, a difficult conversation with me about what she needs. A lot of women in her position wouldn't have done that. They would have said, all right, we're getting married soon. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want him to think I'm a whiner. I don't want him to think I'm complaining all the time. I'll just let it slide. No, no. I'm really glad I have a woman who demands the best out of me. She's not demanding in that she's unreasonable. She just demands that I be the best person I can be, which is what I want also. And what she's saying is when she's saying I need this, she's not saying it in a greedy way or in a whiny way. She's saying it to help me help the relationship. Because I ask her all the time, Kristen, how can I love you better? This is how, she doesn't always have the answer. She, you know, when she usually says, oh, you love me so well and it's so wonderful. Well, there are also times though where maybe something minor will happen and I, I need for her to articulate this is how you can you can love me better. And that's all she was doing in that moment. She wasn't whiny. She wasn't saying, oh, I'm I'm a needy person. I need you to, to grovel at my feet all the time. I need this constant reassurances, blah, blah. She was just saying, you basically, you asked me what I need. This is what I need. I just need to know that you're always the same person, that you're always the same loving person and that you're, you know, you, you don't change. You're not going to change at least, you know, not, not for the worse anyway. And to me, that turned it around. Now, because God has given me his provision of wisdom and understanding and patience, okay, now it turns around from something where she's complaining to something where she's helping, that she's helping the relationship by telling me what she needs. It's like she's giving me an owner's manual to her. You know, congratulations on your purchase of a Kristen Pettit 101, okay? Uh, you, you're going to be very happy with this model. Here's what it needs. Regular maintenance needs oiling. It needs, you know, all kinds of other things. It needs, it's belts changed. I don't know why. It's, when you compare women to cars, you get into trouble a whole lot. So I'm not going to do that. But I mean, basically, it's like it's like, you know, marriage doesn't come with a book of instructions and your partner doesn't either. But what she's doing is she's saying, look, here's here's how you can be the best partner to me so we can build the greatest relationship. So God, God's provision for me that day wasn't just food. Yeah, I'm glad I have food. I'm glad I have clothes on. And I, I believe me, I'm a thankful person. I really am. I don't take that for granted. But I'm even more thankful for the spiritual provision he gave that protected our relationship in that moment. Because who knows what something like that could blow up into if you take the wrong relationship and the enemy wants to get in your ear and say, Jordan, this is what the next 50 years of your life is going to be like. She's going to be whiny and people will joke about it and stuff like that, too. No, God's provision that day was God's protection. Now, I mentioned money, which is something that a lot of people are afraid to talk about in the church, and you shouldn't. But what you should always understand 
is that the money that you get, the spiritual wealth, that's again God's provision. I, I Listen, I do pretty well in my business, but it's not because I'm so wonderful. It's, it's because God provides for me and God provides for Kristen through me. And that's critical to understand what's happening because I was not nearly as prosperous before I met her. The Bible says, he who findeth a wife findeth a good thing and he finds the favor of the Lord, which makes sense because God is a loving father and he wants his wonderful daughter here to be well provided for. Well, he's not literally going to drop bags of money out from heaven into her lap, right? He's going to provide for her through me, which is why I told her when we bought a house about a month ago with money from my bank account and money that, you know, some money my parents happened to give us, I don't go around saying this is my house. I say this is our house because God provided this for both of us. Yes, the money came into my business and into my bank account and, and, you know, it was my credit that was used for the bank. But I know very well exactly what's happening, that God provided that for us. And so I tell Chris, one of the things I reassure her of is that I, and I tell you this, this is true, right? That's right. I tell you all the time, I will never hold money over you. And I'll never put make you feel like you're an inferior person in any way just because that comes through me. First of all, you provide so much in other things for me that I need. And and really providing money is just, you know, um, the least of it uh, on my end. But also, I know it doesn't come from me. I know it comes from God. And so I, I never... You know, I, I think I have a greater gifting for money than Kristen does in terms of things like investment and understanding, you know, tax codes and things like that. But holding money over Kristen means I, I never would make her beg. I would never make her feel like, you know, um, feel inferior for having to ask me for it. I mean, it's basically uh, it's it's a unit. And obviously, you know, major purchases we talk about together. Okay, I'm not saying, but the, the flip side of that coin is that Kristen's also extremely responsible when it comes to spending. And so the, the point is simply this, guys. The point is understanding when the Bible says, give us this day our daily bread. Okay, it means, yes, it means money. And you should absolutely understand that really especially if you've prayed for it, give us this day our daily bread, that when you get it, you don't get filled with pride. Like, look how great I am. Look how smart I am. Look how successful I am. Look how powerful I am. No, if anything, it should be humility. God, I, I'm not being filled with pride right now. I'm being filled with gratitude that you gave this to us, that you provide a house for us. You provide food for us. Okay. So give us this day our daily bread is yes, it's money, but God, it, God, well, I guess God can hear this. But it's also even more important than that. It's the spiritual provision, okay? The spiritual provision you need to manage money well. The spiritual provision, though, that you really need to get through the day. Because the enemy roams the world seeking who he may devour, okay? And, and I told Kristen a couple weeks ago, I said, listen, we're coming into the last month before we get married. Don't think for a minute just because things are going well, the enemy's going to you know, just sit in his hands and not try to attack. I said, we really need to redouble our efforts and we need to get into God every single day, all right, so that we get that spiritual provision. And so when I pray the Lord's Prayer, I say, God, give us this day our daily bread. I'm saying, God, protect us. God, give us wisdom. Give us patience. Give us understanding. Grow our spiritual muscles and bring us closer to you because because being one with you, having more of the Holy Spirit and more of Jesus Christ, that's the ultimate provision. And that's what you should be praying for. That's my message for you today. It's wonderful. Wonderful on so many levels. I actually was thinking, um, 
you know, because there's, there's so many parallels. I was thinking about how the Lord with us, because the Lord, we are the bride of Christ, right? We are, and I'm always just fascinated with that parallel of marriage and the bride of Christ and, and, and Jesus himself. And I was just thinking when you were saying all that, a great parallel is how you want to know my needs. You want to know um, those things and how it's a little different because God already, uh, he's perfect and he knows our, all of our needs, but he wants, you know, you look at those verses in the Bible. What do you want me to do for you? You know, God wants to know your needs. And when you said about not holding money over my head, it's the same thing. God is not holding over our head. He he offers his forgiveness, but so many people act as if he's holding perfection over your head. He's holding those things over your head like, oh, this is this is perfection, or they feel like they've done the unforgivable sin. And that God, they just picture God as holding that and saying, I'm here instead of picturing it as protection, as what you are for me provision and protection and going under your covering. We do that under the Lord, under his provision and protection. We go under his covering. He's not that demanding. He's not, you know, a lot of people talk about he's not the, if you have a bad vision of a father figure, he's not that. But a lot of people don't talk about that, uh, 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 the vision of someone holding something over your head like that, Mm -hmm. that spouse kind of role. And so that is is very important and you certainly i feel god's love through you in everything you say and do and i'm very appreciative of that oh thank you beauty absolutely thank you so much and you know speaking of god's provision thank you that you know god provides kristen with the courage to have the conversation in the first place and the courage to uh, i guess it definitely courage to have the conversation but also um the wisdom to understand that we're on the same team yeah. and the the patience with me and also the forgiveness because it, it, it doesn't work unless it flows both ways, honestly. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And you know what? You go to God in prayer first on everything. You go to God in prayer and it's so great. I, it, I'm i very fortunate to have where I have an open space where I can tell you anything. That makes a huge difference right. is having that open space to be able to feel like I can, that you want to hear it and that I can say anything. Um, so that makes it, that makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. All right, baby, you want to pray for us? Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all the gifts you give us, God, that are more than we could ever dream. Lord, your love, your mercy, your kindness, your goodness, your faithfulness, your gentleness, your self-control, everything, Lord, we have everything we need in you. There's nothing we're missing because we are hidden in you. And in you, we live and move and have our being. I want to pray right now for the person who just feels like they've done something that just could never be forgiven or just that their value for whatever reason. Maybe someone told you that you're not enough. and Maybe you replay that tape over and over. Maybe you're a Christian a long time, but you still believe the lies of the enemy somehow. Maybe you look in the mirror and you don't see the beauty that you should. Maybe you are a man who feels like you can't provide for your family. Maybe you're listening to the lie of the enemy on that and that makes you feel like you don't have value. Maybe you're a person who's waiting for your mate, like like Jordan and I were a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a person who has just lost a loved one. Whoever you are, 
just want to remind you how beautiful and loved and valued you are and that God is not looking at you and you're not in some sort of caste system where you can never escape a sin you've committed or yeah. you're just you're just labeled as that and and God wants you you are his son and daughter and God came for look at the story of the prodigal son and the prodigal daughter look at that you God wants to welcome you with open arms it doesn't matter what you've done you don't want to stay in that place it's not permission to just stay there but you can come out of there and into the loving arms of Christ. And he wants to give you that and desires to give you the best life ever. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great prayer as always, baby. How many we got tonight? All right, well, we have a few. Um, we have two, three, four, to be exact. <laughs> All right, let me kick off. Okay. Ramesh says, please pray for me and my finances and family. Desmond says, praise God. An infrastructure has been offered to us to try to make and provide coffins to christians in the public we're asking the lord to help us raise eighty thousand indian rupees for getting all the tools plywood nails so on and so forth it'll help us have about 12 15 coffins which will which will pay off for supplying coffins okay well this guy this is so he wants 1200 bucks okay well we'll pray for you to have an abundance of coffins and then uh sahiz says to pray for his father's stomach issue manesh Needs a job. So Ramesh needs finances. Manesh needs a job. Saiz has a, a stomach issue. And Desmond needs money for coffins. You know, on this point, on the coffins, Chris, one of the prayers Chris and I have had lately is we really want to start seeing absolute miracles. I mean, and we've had, we've had people who have asked us to pray for them with COVID, for example, other things, and they get better, even though the doctors think it's grim. But I really want to see situations where all hope is lost and somehow th that people just um, are just miraculously saved. Yeah. I mean, you know, I told you, Kristen, one of my family's friends um, has late stage cancer. Another one, you know, his uh, lungs have failed him. And uh, someone else has cancer. I know about another person. It's just very prevalent, unfortunately. I want just to pray that we see miracles. Mm. God, I pray for Ramesh. I pray for his whole family. And I pray for his finances that you provide his daily bread, Father God. Mm. Same thing, Manesh. God, give, provide for him in terms of a job. For Sahis, provide for him in terms of healing his father's stomach issue. And for Desmond, God, we provide. I pray you provide all the Indian rupees that Desmond needs to have all these coffins. But God, I also pray because you are God, our doctor. And I'm not, I know that people in this earth don't live forever. I get, I get it that everyone dies and you need coffins and stuff. But God, I pray that, that Desmond's ministry becomes more about giving people life and life abundantly than mm. it does about burying the dead. That's all I'm going to say. It's not a criticism of Desmond. This is what's on your heart. God bless you. And it's certainly a need. But I also want to see people healed and I want to see, um, obviously not literally, you know, the dead brought back to life. Don't start digging up graves and stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. But just, I, I, we want to see, um, people filled with the spirit and we want to see impossible cases, um, overcome. That's our prayer for, for all these people tonight in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Honey. All right. Can you close this out? Yes. Thank you. 
for watching tonight. And we would love, if you've never become a Christian, if you never accepted Jesus, this is your opportunity. Or maybe you have, and it's been a long time, if you want to recommit your life to the Lord. And I know it may be a new thought for you when I talk about the bride of Christ and how we are the bride of Christ, but it's it's your wedding day. It's It's your commitment day. I guess it's fresh in my mind. Yeah, I guess you're all in wedding mode right now. <laughs> so um, just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, please let us know about it. Send us a message or comment on the video. We want to know. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you got something out of it. We'll see you soon. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. They say-